When you score with a chick in a disco bar Take her home in your hairy little car Then you find you went to school with her man You're the oldest swinger in town When you won't look in the mirror in the light of day Swear you dyed it when your hair turns grey When you zip up your trousers and your belly's in the way You're the oldest swinger in town I was engaged twice Bought two engagement rings and I'm sitting here still single But you possibly ask me what, what do I think about bachelorhood I'll compare it to the hen that lays out She has a good nest a box left for her in the hen house, a nice bed of straw in it and a nest egg. And she prefers, she rebukes that and prefers to lay out. So these women that I had, they laid out. And metaphorically speaking, they laid out. They weren't satisfied with the nest that they were getting. And the variety, of course, is the spice of life. And they said to themselves that have variety. So they say, you can have it now when you... It's not much saying you're going to settle down with one when you're taken to the country now when you're engaged, you know. Lay down! No wonder your dog barked, John. Was no wonder, no. Once it wasn't right to be talking ill about the women. But usually what you see when a girl gets engaged, she begins to get a bit stuffed up in herself, and she thinks she's great, and she uh, maybe... I'd like to go back to some of the boys she had before she become engaged to the present fella, you see, and she might have a little rule with them. Well, that's how the the engagements are broken, and they say they're made to be broken. Well, maybe you happen to be unlucky and that you met the wrong girls, John. They mustn't uh, all be like that. Ah, uh, that could happen too, you know, but uh, we forgive and forget anyway. I'm not... Uh, I can't say I'm... Uh, anyway annoyed whatsoever in being a bachelor as a matter of fact I, I'd glorify in the life of a bachelor get up when you like go to bed when you like drink when you like smoke when you like do as you like eat what you like well now of course we'll assume that I did get married to a nagging wife and God help me with the beer of purgatory or hell to equal the lake of it nagging at you Ah, look at him coming in now, Jess. Look at ahead of him now. I half drunk. Of course you were out with your old crown. He's the Dublin fella, you know. That's the way the, the thing would go. No. Well, still, your bed is there in the corner. <coughs> Beside the fire with the big kettle on it, John, wouldn't it be nice in the morning when you get out of bed? Oh, grand. Or maybe stay in bed and she'd come over and give you tea and toast. Ah, oh, but at what price? They're, they're, they're very expensive nowadays. If it's only right about head to get their hair done up, it's 12 or 14 pounds. Where in the name of the Lord would an old hop and bicycle mechanic like me get this money to, to fork out for hairdressers? Because they're making a fortune, these hairdressers. One time it's, it's green and the next time it's black. And they're a white-headed one. You wouldn't know what colour it turned out. It could be yellow ochre or something like that she turned up with. From I've got money and acres of land. I'm looking for a honey. 
with a bit of money. Catch me if you can, my name is Dan, sure I'm your man. I like the Kelly and the stack of barley. I like the waltzes, the jigs and the reels. I like swinging when Big Tom is singing. Catch me if you can, my name is Dan, I'm your man. And I'm off to the stone barn at the end of the year. Somewhere I never thought myself like to do the job. And I had a small place here and I wasn't with uh, any device. I wasn't needing nothing. I had everything I wanted. And I just let the things slip along. I never felt the years go on this. Well, did you never come across a nice little girl, no? Hmm? Did you never come across some nice little girl? I come across evidence and was great with evidence and still I never could bring myself to do the final job. Well, were you a shy kind of fellow? Mm. Were you a shy kind of fellow? No, not one bit, not one bit. I had quite the money to go everywhere that I wanted, and I went to every place that ever there was anything to be seen, horse racing and shows and everything, and still I never could do the job that you were talking about. Well, are no. you sorry now you didn't do the job that I'm talking not about? Not one bit, not one bit. I see plenty now that did, that not one bit better off than me. How do you make that out? Now, i tell you how I make it out. Now, two neighbours of mine here now got married. And each of them had a spinal boy to succeed them. It's just from this to where you live. One of them met a fatal accident and was killed. The other took a complaint and died. And them two men is dead themselves now, and their place is gone to strange. And what worse I made than them. Not one bit worse than them. Now, several others then got married and had no family. And their place is gone today, and they're gone themselves also. And I'm here, still. <laughs> yeah, but did, yes, but did you not miss the company now of some nice woman? Well, I'm so well used to being alone that I don't miss one cat now. I'd be glad to see me neighbours coming in and rambling and having a chat and all like that, but to say that I'm anyway lonesome, not a bit. I'm 40 years in this position now, since my father died. And I'm not one bit worse that day than today. Well, you're very comfortable anyway because you have the bed there right beside the fire. I have. You don't have to move very much at night. I know. I don't. All the trouble is I'm in a way to let in me two cows and two jars. That's all. And a friend of mine comes here every morning and he regulates with the hay and things and I have nothing to do when he opens the door and let them in. Well, do you milk the cows? The most thing that I know... Uh, the cabs are sucking on the coal. The most thing that I'm afraid of here is that I might take sick now during the night and have nobody here. That's a serious question. That's the worst feature of me now. 
And you could be on your here own here for the whole day. And if I wanted the priest or the doctor I happened to, to get, I have no more to go for him this year. I've got a brother, he's in the garden. I've got an uncle, he's up there in the doll. He's quite a charmer, she's a mighty farmer. Catch me if you can, my name is Dan, should I'm your man. Now to conclude and finish my story If there's a young one looking for a man Take the bus from Barna down to Lishton Barna Catch me if you can, my name is Dan, you're I'm your man And I'm off to Lishton Barna at the end of the year I'm off for the bitter crack, the women and the beer I'm off and shifting for the man of 15 Catch me if you can, my name is Dan, sure I'm your man I'm off and shifting for the man of 15 Should the hell be down to the missing there isn't there There's five or six bachelors here, we're not going to mention no names And they all have got farms of land, right? Them all have got farms of land and no one got married and never will I'll tell you what's wrong with them now. They are two men to get married, to support the wife. Isn't that the whole lot of it now? Would you think maybe they were shy and never got around to it? Damn, they're shy but willing. I can tell you that. Would you find more bachelors then in County Westmeath than you would in Longford? Oh, I think there's a good luck of them in Longford too, yes, there is. Good luck of them in Longford, all right. I think you get far more bachelors in the Midlands now than you do in the west of Ireland oh. or in Cork or in Kerry. Oh, yes. But why is that? I mean, the land is good around here. Yeah, the land is good. I don't know. I don't know why it is, but they are. They are here. Yes, they are. And how about the girls? And would you get marry many, say, bachelor girls or girls that never get married? No, there's not a girl around here that's not married. Not one. But then they must marry fellows from outside of here. Yes, they went and married fellows from away all year altogether. Married no fellow around here. I'm sure maybe there was near nice yet and good fell in it. Maybe the rest of them had old, you know, not, well, not up to their lecking like. You know, you, you want a good man and you want the height in him and you want the strength in him and, <laughs> and you want everything in him. Mm. You know, there's a lot of them now just, well, that they wouldn't be make a, a husband, a right husband. I well, think. apart from the height and that now, what are the qualities you'd look for in a good man, Margaret? I, well, I'd look for a man that'd be quiet and honest and straight. That's what I'd look for in a man. But it's very hard to get one at the moment, because I don't think there's zero one. Except there might be one up round Dublin, I might get. Oh, but I don't know about that either. <laughs> I think, I don't know now what to say. I think I'd prefer to keep on down my own side. I might get you one out in Dublin. I hope you do. Well, more power to your elbow, if you do. But, Margaret, did you ever get in on the bingo at all? Oh, yes, I was at the bingo once. I only won four pound. I never win since. Nor never will. I don't like bingo. I just rather go to a place now that we, you know, country and western. I love country and western. And music and a bit of joke and things like that. I love going there. If there's something a broken band of carry, I ain't gone, like a shot. Marvin now and Lake and last Sunday, you've seen the legs of them boys running. <laughs> it was good. It was wonderful. Oh, my God. What, there was old lads from Longford. Jesus Christ, I thought they'd fall it went up the hill of Castlewilder. <laughs> and for legs, I off, I see better on a robin out in the street. <laughs> well, they all skinny kind of legs, is it? Oh, skinny, if you down to the worst and the bit on them. Nothing there but the bones and the body, and, the, and that's all there was. Well, they say, Margaret, they're the best kind of legs, I think, for running. 
Oh, I think so, but Harel Fatfel is no good. Mm. Sure he's not. Oh, you say. No, he, he has to be skinny, I think. He has to be skinny, yeah. Why not? He has to but be skinny. But you didn't like those kind of legs anyway. Oh, no, I did not. I had like a, like a good leg. Definitely like a good leg. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God, in my he won't be seeing. Women, all right. Women, women, very good organisation, you know. But um, I never. I'll tell you why. Because you see, when I was young enough, you see, the finance wasn't good enough. But although fellas married and probably um, and done well after and had lovely children, but the married didn't unfortunately. I, I give a fella ten shillings even if he was going to get married. Even if he was going to get married, I give him ten shillings. Yeah, no money. No. <laughs> so he, he had courage. I weighed up things too well, apparently, you see. Putting two and two together and that kind of thing. But did you spend did years it, putting it on the long finger? I didn't make... Eh? You never wrote it off altogether. Well, as, as you use that hackneyed phrase now, I never fell in love. Like women, no doubt. Grand, grand women's grand personality. But... You never met one that you liked enough to love, so to speak. And live, live home for. <laughs> and there must have been lots of fine women around oh, Beltrover. Of course, yes. And Coot Hill and Bally James Duff. And Bally Connell. And Bally Connell, yes. Oh, yes. There's nothing wrong with the women, the grand personality. Still lovely women around, too, you know. But. <laughs> well, have you kind of written it off now? Ah, well, I think, you know. You're not too well, sure. Well, not, 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 no, no, not, not completely, you know. What I'm afraid of is now somebody who might be listening to this programme, Johnny, you know, that might start writing in and they'll come up to you and <laughs> you'll have to queue up at your house. Well, they're supposed to be asked what you have in the bank. <laughs> Maybe you should ask them what they have in the bank. Right. But a man of my years, you seem to be asking you. Oh, you, of course you could get one, you know. <laughs> well, being on your own then in the house, Johnny, do you find it hard to cope, like to cook, you know, this household not management? Not, not northern. The gas there, no trouble at all. Rasher. I, I just buy one half pound of rashers in the week. A bit, a bit of meat. In the wintertime, I buy stew and steak. Put it in a saucepan with an onion. Vegetables, you know. And has it there, it does me three or four days. Lovely job. But um, rice and egg in the morning, porridge first though. Porridge. I'm a great man for the porridge. Porridge and bacon in the morning, about. Um, I often get up to hear the half six news. I make me porridge then, principally at that time. And get up again, and uh, I surface again about getting up to 12 o'clock. So you go back to bed after the porridge and the bacon oh, and yes, eggs. and get the paper and then you have a read. And, uh, 
Jim Murray didn't ever have a life like that. You couldn't, you see, she'd be like, get over there, get over there. <laughs> it takes people like you to make people like me From the great rocky mountains to the shores of the sea From the sands of the desert to the tall old tree It takes people like you to make All my life I was very fond of the girls. But when I would see a nicer looking girl than the one I was courting, I would love to change. So that caused a bit of trouble. I'd say so. And I really think, like the child in the orchard, I was always trying to reach for the highest apple. Because it looks nicer when it's far away. One was as nice looking as the other. And one was as well dressed and kept themselves tidy. They had one complaint. They were all fond of dancing, and I have no feet for dancing. <laughs> I had a middling head, but hopeless feet. Well, you couldn't dance in your head, though nowadays you can. They do a lot of head banging, you yes. know. You'd be really in fashion at a dance. No, I now. would now. You were before yeah, your I'd time. I'd only have to stand in the one spot and stay pointing at her. <laughs> uh, not, if it's not a too personal question, Jerry, how did you manage then when you went to dances? If you wouldn't dance with her, would you let her uh, oh, dance with other fellows? And would you be jealous? No, no. The dance halls in them days had a light and bar. And I'd go in there with my elbow on the counter. And when the dance was over, she'd come back to me. And she might have a mineral or she might have a gin and tonic. And when that was over, somebody might say, come out and do this dance. Gone again. And like the song, I said, I don't care who's dancing with you tonight, but I'm taking you home. Mm. <laughs> and you always did that, Joe. You always All my life, home. yes. Yeah. And enjoyed my life at that. But as you say, you never went far enough then to get married. No. But I'll tell you a little story that happened to me now. <laughs> I was going to the nice girl and that to, we had to pass by my house to take her home. And this night, it was spilling rain, and we were sheltering outside like, under a tree. And I said to the girl, come on inside while the rain is on. I will not. I'd never met her parents, and I won't go in. So my father and mother were in bed, I told her. They may come in, they're in bed. Our house was a country house and never without a mouse. But my mother was a keen mouse trapper. She'd get her trap and put a bit of cheese on it and put it in under an old sofa that she used to sit in. I got good of the girl to come in and sit down in the armchair. And I wasn't happy that they sat in beside her. With the heat of the fire and my bad intentions, I put my hand on her knee. And in them days, cashmere stockings and garters were the fashion. 
got me hand and put it on her knee and under the garter. And she shoved back me hand and the garter went down to the... <laughs> me father says, Bridget, lip up. There's a mouse in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Out me mother came and caught the two of us. That was the way I introduced me girl to her mother-in-law <laughs> to be. <laughs> and it never happened. <laughs> Not yet. There's one thing about a late marriage. It doesn't last long. Well, I think the biggest thing I missed was in my young life. I was very good-hearted and very sentimental. And I used to think of a girl at home that I cared about. And I used to feel that she wouldn't look at me now that I was in a mental hospital. And that used to go very hard on me and often bring tears to my eyes. I think that was the biggest loss I felt. I, if I had been outside like all my brothers, I would have got married and met with some nice girl. I think that's a terrible loss, not to me alone, but to many male patients and female patients who are in the hospital. The loss of freedom like that, to have your own wife and your own home and so on. Well, you say, Mick, now that you've reached the fine age of 69, or the, nearly the biblical three score and ten, and you'll stay yeah. on here in St. Lomans? I'll stay on. I may be sent to a hostel. They have a... Hostels now they send patients out to them. There was some talk about me being sent some time ago. And if I got into a nice hostel, I'd take the change, all right. I'd be very glad to. But if that doesn't come, you're still happy here? Staying on, I'm staying on. I love the fields around. It was in them fields that I wrote that poem about the daffodils. And I love it. I love the locality and I love the nurses all, male and female. to confession for we were young lads. So we were awfully innocent. Telling the priest that we we kiss girls and do this little business and sure we should get a kick in the backside. They're safe doing them just as well as us. 
When you look back now on those times, did you think you were silly? The, to tell them right? Yeah. I, I, when I look back at it now, I think we were the greatest deeds that we ever came into this world. To be telling what we was doing to another man. The other man with the same very nature in him that was in ourselves. Do you think that the young people today now are more wise and that, that they don't I take those the things as seriously? I know that people today don't tell none of this stuff at heart, please. And they're perfectly right. You agree with that? I would agree with it. Because a man, a man and woman is the same nature. They came to the world for the same purpose. And sure, just many of the men and, and girls that the priest put half one either. I, rem- I know a man that was going with a girl and the priest met him in the road and he stopped his car and he came out and he kicked him. He kicked him around Just the because road. he was with the girl? Because he was with the girl. And that's the truth for you. Well, that kind of thing doesn't happen anymore, not for well, many well, years no, now. It do, it do not happen, no, because they're, they're about a thousand miles difference to what they were in my time. They were the, the lads. They were to cut them down. But they were a bit too severe on the people, you know. If you had a dance here down this house, we'd say tonight, and they heard about it, the following day, they'd send up for the man of the house. And he'd go down and they'd start to trace him. They'd be tracing him, they'd, they'd nearly kick him around the, the parochial house. Just for having a dance in the for house? For having a dance, they wouldn't allow you. But why is the girls going home together after the dance? I'm sure they were doing no harm. What were they doing? Which, if, what was real natural if they, if they put their hands around whatever it said? I met plenty of women always. Well, mind you, I never done up my house the right way for to get married. Or I didn't. I never went in for that, mind you. And are you sorry now? Well, sometimes I am, and sometimes I don't mind. I feel like when you get in home now, when you get old, you find it you surely want someone to for a meal, which is very hard on me. Of course, I have to do a bit of cooking myself, and I. Travels out in the winter time and I eat my meals different places in round Dublin. Goes to Dublin. I goes up to the north of Ireland. I have friends in the north and Derry. I visit all them places. I'm I'm gone from home the most of the time in winter time. Well, do you feel that you're too old now to get married? I do. I do. Of course I do. It is not good in telling you my age. Some lady might turn up yet. I don't like to make myself too old. When you come to the States, do you come across anybody that might be interested in you? I do. You could be married 20 times in the States, but I wouldn't come to Ireland with you. You could get a lot of advanced women, but it, it's mad about an Irishman, too. But I wouldn't come back to Ireland in any account. Well, I wouldn't want to come back, of course, in a way. But we'd have a crack. We'd talk about marriage tomorrow, right? and There'd be nothing to that, of course. But uh, there was one lady in the States, all right, that 
that I did like and I told her the kind of a woman that I met that I wanted and I said uh, she she thought about it one time but of coming back to me she was writing to me for years and still is writing to me but then I told her the kind of a marriage I wanted you see and I says companionship marriage I says and uh, well she didn't want that at all what did she want? I don't know. God, it seems that she wanted sex, I suppose, but... And that wasn't your scene? She was younger. She was much younger than what I was, but still she was... She went... We were out together a few times in the States, all right. That happened last November, you know. Well, you haven't given up hope yet, And so. it seems that she got sorry. She's writing letters since to me. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. Stating... We find that the same sheep, in fact the one over by the ditch over there now, she has three lambs most years. Now this year she just had two, but uh, she for the last three years she's had three lambs. And in fact we have one particular yo here, I've had her for, I can't say how long, but donkey's years, and she has three lambs every year. So it's, uh, it's hereditary. But the normal thing is one. Well, the, they can have one, but it's unprofitable to allow a yo to have one. So uh, by uh, management, uh, proper management, uh, which is flushing like before they're actually let to the ram, they ought to produce two or try an average as near to, to uh, uh, or to, uh, to rear a lamb and a half uh, used to be the, the, the aim. But I think nowadays with the margins so tight that we ought to be trying to rear a lamb and three quarters. And how many rams have you got? Well, I've only got the one now. I did have three and uh, I sold the two older rams and uh, I bought a young ram this year. Uh, because some, uh, I've, those are hoggets out in that field now and hopefully they're in lamb and they'd be lambing in April and uh, they would be related to the two old rams so I sold them and I bought this young ram lamb that's actually out there with them at the moment. I don't see any cattle around you. Are they in some other field? No, no cattle. No You're cattle a sheep on the farm. <laughs> yeah, sheep, sheep and tillage. Yes. No, the cattle, we did have cattle. And uh, again, I found that the profit margins uh, were a bit too tight. Uh, and uh, I found that the land here didn't particularly suit cattle, that um, it, it's, um, it's heavy land. And you had to keep the cattle in too long in the spring and take them in too early in the autumn and I find it's more suitable for sheep. They do less damage on the land. Well, then you said tillage, Una. Do you do the ploughing yourself and all the heavy work? Yes, I, I, well, I won't say the heavy work. Uh, I think a lot of the heavy work has gone out of farming, uh, you know, with the, the use of machinery. Uh, but I do plough and... Um, with the tractor? And, with, oh, with the tractor, yes, certainly with the tractor. And... Uh, <clears throat> The, as I say, when you're properly yoked, the putting on of these implements is my biggest problem. But uh, when I get a bit of help there, I find that I'm away with it. So there's no reason now why a woman couldn't be a farmer just as good as a man? No, no reason at all. No, no. It's all in the mind. 
Now, most of the women around here who were interested in, in farming, what they did was to marry farmers. What you did, you remained single and uh, became a farmer yourself. <laughs> well, by marrying a farmer, <laughs> you usually have to row in with his ideas. Uh, I suppose maybe I'm a bit too independent, uh, or think I'm independent, in the sense that uh, I like to do my own thing, and if I can survive on my own, uh, it seems to be uh, a good way of life. Because I said to you, give me lessons in that. I'd know by your appearance. I said, because a good looking bloke like you must be able to give lessons because you must have them all. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Did you never try the lamp of the Morris Minor on them there at night to <clears throat> make them spellbound or to daze oh, them or dazzle them? They're hot enough without any lights. Huh? You want no lamp on them? Hmm? <laughs> no, I, well, I didn't, ever, I didn't ever, you know, go dancing or doing anything like that, you know. Never went to dances. I never. Were you not interested, or did you not have time? I had interest, all right, but I just couldn't, you know, figure it out and go about it. I was too old when I started when I got it all figured out. I was way past it. Well, you were too interested, I suppose, in ravens and grey crows well, and all these kind of things. Well, at the time the ravens came, I was old. I was gone from it, you know. <laughs> it was all over for me then. That's only seven years ago, now I'm 60, or 62, I don't know what I am, I know that if I thought I could get the pension next year, I'd be 66. But anyway, you never, uh, like, thought of settling down to a family life? No, I didn't, because, um, I led, I led, I led a high life, you know, as a kid, when I was in England, and I never thought of being tied down like, like that. I'd say if I got tied down, I'd be buried longer. I would, I would, I'd have had a very short life, I'd say, if I got married. Why, what would happen to you? Look at all the married fellas around here, and they live long enough, don't they? Well, they do. Yeah, there's a lot of them living a long time, but of course, there's a lot of them dying. There's an awful lot of them going off, too, pretty quick. But you think it would kill you, Tom? Oh, I would, definitely, I'd say. I wouldn't have... I, I, I couldn't carry on, I'd say. But you wouldn't like to be confined, is that it? Well, I wouldn't like to be tied in any way, you know, because when you get to a certain age like that, you, you want, if you want to get married, you want to get married around 20 or 25 because you don't know what it is all about. And you're right in it and you don't know all about it. It's like tying down the dog. If he's tied down early, he, he takes no notice. He's satisfied. He's, he takes no notice of being tied in. Well, anyway, Tom, with your busy life now, Lamping every night up there around the Galtys and all this area around Galbilly. Um, I suppose you won't bother now about thinking of settling down, getting married or anything like that. You're too much into the feathered kind of birds. No, I don't know. You'd never know, you know, what had happened. Anything could happen because things are happening now that, you know, it's completely different now to what it was years ago. There are old men getting married now to young women and I'd know half of that. In Tipperary? Well, different, I suppose, all over the country. I'd nearly say. You know, of course, 
Well, I don't know. I don't think I would get married. Maybe I would. Had a great healthy life and had a real healthy life. I enjoyed it, as I say, with the dancers and I and here and, 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 and met many a finger. Yeah, the man stopped, you know, and I wasn't too bad. Yeah, I wasn't too bad on the old floor at all either, you know. I was fairly good. I was fairly good on the feet. I fair good old use to myself, and you know, and there's nobody to pick up one. Like if you were anyway handy in the feet at that time, you know. And Is good that old. what they went for if you're good on the feet? Ah, yeah. You know, and sure, be able to carry yourself. Have a behavior, have an old behavior, twitch around and a behavior, no way, carrying yourself. And along with that, could you want to know, behave the old gob as well? When you get up there with her to dance and that. Like, you want to be able to hold over her shoulder and be able to whisper something to her. You know, nice and soft. And then that was the only way to make your way around. But it wasn't too bad that. Did it matter how you looked? Did they go in for looks much? Oh, Lord, yes. Oh, gorgeous. And the old bill cream, I suppose. You look, oh, yes, though, you had to have the old behavior touch. Oh, God, without the whole beef of touching, you were, you were, you had no way to, you might stay at home, you hadn't that old way about it. You had to have the old cracking and the old way and all that, you know. Well, well uh, I must say, I wasn't too far behind it. Oh, I see you weren't. Ah, that at all, like, you know. Uh, then being fairly good at it, I was good, it was, uh, like, I always had a good name of, of own man, so they'd be, they'd be watching us, you know, we won't ask him up for a dance, you know. And you'd always have the chance, you could pick, I could always pick and choose. Yeah, did, you, I, did you go in much then, Bob, for what were known as the one-night stands? Were you that kind of fellow? You know, because you bring one home for one night, the uh, next no, time to be uh, another no. person. <laughs> I know, I got no... I know, I tell you something, no. I often went for one, but I tell you something, I mightn't, I mightn't see her home. I know, I had an old behavior. I had an old behavior weakness, you see, and I, know, I had an old feeling, of course. Like everything has an old soft heart, you see, and... I had a knife for good-looking girls always. My lifetime back, I had a knife for good-looking girls all the time. I tell you something, I could walk in there, which I often did. I'd be, I could be going fairly steady with a, with a girl there and that, and we'd go off for a night to a dance. And I wouldn't be well in, you see, and I'd see this one on the floor, and of course she would be a good, I'd know, she'd be, she'd be a tapping, great dancer, you see, and a, and a good-looking girl, of course. And of course, the first thing, the first thing across my mind, say, half a bit, oh, I got uh, if I can, I'm not going over here, if I can, I'll be making a deal with you. And of course, the next thing, I'd have to watch me up at the you see, and get over to her and ask her out for a dance. And of course, if she came and had the dance, the two would get chatting and talking. And the next thing, of course, I'd introduce myself. And I'd say, Well, I'd say, Have you a boyfriend, or how are you going home? Are you the happy to go far? Ah, well, sir, she said, All depends. Ah, but I see, didn't she? Ah, but I see, you have a girlfriend yourself. Ah, well, I said, don't mind about that at all, like, you know, don't, don't worry about that, because um, uh, if, uh, if you want any way, like, if you want any, want uh, any convenient or a way of uh, getting home, you know, these old nights are dark and that, you'd never know on the old road, what, and, like, if there's no harm, maybe I could see you home. And don't worry about the rest of my time, but if you say, okay, which... And that's just the way the thing had worked out, wasn't you? And would you go off with this new one then and leave your own girl behind you? Wouldn't you an awful old devil, Joe? I would, of course. I would, of course. Oh, Lord, I used to love that, you know. And he used to, oh, I used to pray, I used to, I used to take pride of you know, to say that, well, you see, you'd be able to pick and choose, and if you see oh, one good-looking girl there up on the dance floor anywhere, well, you'd be able to get your choice and pick her and, and take her off for the night, get her out. And let's say, Bob, you must have been a right old flirt, too. Well, 
Well, like, uh, well, that, that, was, that, well, that, was, that was my life, and, and, and that was the way I enjoyed it. Ordinary good playing ordinary girls, and mind you, they weren't painting or doing up their hair at her rate. Nor they weren't drinking. That's one thing I must say about them. Should they had no money yet? How would they have money more than the boys? Well, you never got married, did you? Mike? Never, never. To me, misfortune. Why do you think now it was your misfortune? Well, if I was married, I'd have my own home, I suppose. And I might be dead and buried, I don't know. The woman might kill me, you know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> we might fall out. And still, if I got a woman now that was abusing me, one may as well off. Well, I do imagine now that it's laid out for a person what they're going to go through. Mm. That it's laid out for you that you have to go through the like of that. And if, if I was to be married, I should be married. And I didn't get married anyway. But I'm sure you got a few chances in your I day. I did indeed several chances. There's no mystery, I'll not deny it. But you could never make up your mind. Never could make up my mind. <laughs> And I suppose if I was married, I wouldn't be here with my sister now. That's it. Well, your sister looks after you, doesn't she? Does. She does. Oh, indeed, she does. To tell the truth, both the same as my own home. I'll admit that. And say, if you had travelled much now when you were young, maybe you might have got married. Maybe you d- just no, didn't it? fancy the girls that were around here. I didn't. There's as good a girl around here as any other where, no matter where you go. Yeah, but they mightn't have suited you. They did. Lots of them suited me. If I was any good, I could have lots, plenty of them. Plenty of them. I could have three of them in my own town land, I might say. And that's what destroyed the whole business. I had too many of them. You couldn't make up your mind no, which I one to pick. Indeed, I could not. I think you were kind of spoiled, Mike. Spoiled, I suppose I was. Here you come with your chest on bare A little gold ingot And a lot of gold hair Like the disco king meets Yogi Bear You're the oldest swinger in town Oh, he was very good-looking, you know. Now, don't take that as being conceited. I did a great trade with some of the best-looking girls in this country, far and near, and became engaged twice. And I'm still sitting here talking to you now, and I'm still single. Well, women has a, uh, a fashion of saying about a bachelor that, ah, perhaps... He's happy in his wretched state. Who the hell told them it is a wretched state? It's a lovely life. I do a bit of writing and I can concentrate and no interruptions and I'm quite happy in my wretched state. Well, John, uh, do you then at all miss female company? Well, no, not at this stage of my life. Uh, 67 years of age. And I think this... uh, these sexual desires perhaps are fading out somewhat, you know, and wouldn't it be time for them? But anyway, they say a man is dangerous until he's boxed. 
Town.